Eve. Hey everyone, I'm Courtney Revolution. I'm Savannah Palacio, and welcome to The, the Homecoming Queens! Queens. <laughs> Every Wednesday on Homecoming Queens, we will have another one of your reality faves to tell us what it has been like with their time on the show and what it's been like uh, coming home. Yeah, our guests will chat about their experiences, not only filming the show, but if the show got it right. Did people get to see the real you? What do you want the fans to know? And how is your life now that everybody knows who you are? Listen, we get it because all of y'all had something to say about us during our time on The Circle. Mm -hmm. So we want to give our friends the chance, the space, and the platform to tell us what they got right, what they got wrong, and uh, clear your names if you need to. The full episode of Homecoming Queens is available on our Eve YouTube channel. So watch us or listen on your favorite podcast app. Rate, review, and subscribe. You know how it goes. Let's get into the show. Okay, so before we have some of your favorite reality stars on the show to talk about their homecomings, well, the king and the queen uh, got to come and have their own homecoming. So myself and our good Judy Sav, uh, we're going to get to know each other just a little bit more um, in terms of our time on the show, mm -hmm. The Circle, season two, don't miss that, um, life before and after the show, because they yes. know us now. Yeah, they know us now, but they don't know all the before stuff. How did we get there? And I feel like that's a question that I always get, like, often, you know? And what better time to do that than with each other, picking each other's brains, you know? How did you get there? How did I get there? How did they allow either one of us to be on the show, to be honest with Girl. you? <laughs> and and the, the gag of it all, and we won't even get into the content of the circle, I don't think our friendship was something that was expected, not at all. But I think that once they started to see the potential, they said, okay, we've got something here. The sparks are flying, Taylor Swift. Yes. <laughs> yes. But before we get into all of those meat and potatoes or the impossible burger if you don't eat meat, Savannah, I wanted to ask you, uh -huh. why did you even apply for the circle? Honestly, because I was bored during the pandemic and there was truly no opportunities available at the time that catered to like... COVID restrictions. In the beginning of 2020, in March, I was asked to be a part of the Fenty Beauty House, which is like so revolutionary for the beauty world because no beauty brand was creating their own content house. I still don't think to this day a beauty brand has done that the mm. way Fenty was planning on doing it. Anyway, the house opened up in the beginning of March. I moved in. But by mid-March, COVID had gotten so bad that they had to close the house down for, you know, liability reasons and stuff. Mm -hmm. So whatever, I had, pl had plans for the rest of the year to, you know, with that and, you know, with everything else. But since the world was shutting down, I was looking for other opportunities to just kind of get my feet wet. And I, I, doing reality TV was never the goal. It still isn't the goal. <laughs> I didn't ever want to be a reality star. I never even really watched reality TV. Remember when we that first blew, met? That blew my mind um, yeah. when we came home and I, and I realized there was just like, you weren't like a Bravo girl like no. that. You weren't like a challenge stand. You no. were like, and that, just to be clear for the listeners, it's not just Savannah. It's not just you. James yeah. don't watch reality TV. He can't tell yeah. you how Survivor works. Delisa yeah. doesn't watch reality TV. She won the damn thing. Like, exactly. It's so interesting how the people that usually don't want it, it's bestowed upon. Right. Exactly. And m maybe that's why it works. Delisa, James, speaking for myself, I, I think that we're all entertaining. We're all 
polarizing because we don't watch reality TV. Mm. I mean, you, when you think about, we'll get into this later, but when you think about like even now the circle, mm-hmm. even how it evolved from season one to season two, we all knew how it worked on season two. Love is blind, how mm-hmm. it evolved from season one to season two. Mm-hmm. I mean, now I'm like a reality star girly because now I have to watch it because now yep. I'm on it. And maybe watching it before going on would, would have been a good idea, but whatever. I'm the, a dramatic it, bitch. Things yeah. wouldn't have happened the way that they, no. that they did. My they ass would have been... Is it? Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Run me over with the truck, please. That's how you were, remember? Yeah, and I was like, get yeah, it together, Courtney. Yeah. And that's so interesting, Savannah, um, because I'm the opposite. You know really? I'm obsessed with reality Yeah, TV. I knew that you wanted to be on The Circle, I right? I wanted to be on The Circle. I was a big fan. I watched the show with my best friend on the couch, Felicia, literally on the couch, New Year's, New Year's Day or whatever it was, obsessed with it. And I was like, and you ain't got to leave the house, girl? And she was like... You, I could see you doing that. Like, you could hear what she was like, you could do that. And I was like, you think? And so we went, um, like, on vacation. It was like a YouTube event. Um, and we took a mini vacation after the YouTube event, had a great time, came back to work. And like you said, COVID was happening. My job said, girl, take this MacBook and we'll see you when we see you. Um, but the show must go on because I was an entertainment host for a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, a very popular one. People come up to me and talk about you and was like, oh, my God, I loved his show on YouTube. And I was like, I felt like out of the loop at one point because so it felt like so many people knew about your show. And I was like, damn, I literally live under a rock. I don't watch reality TV. I don't watch YouTube. Like, I think about who I was back then. I'm like, what the fuck was I doing? You were an evolving woman. I was picking my nose and scratching my ass, apparently. I don't don't know what I was doing back then. Listening to music, probably. I don't know. Playing with my dog. Same. Um, I, at the time, lived with a roommate, um, and we were not getting along Mm. um, at all. And I had to do my show from home in the living room. So I would be, and this is tea, y'all. I'm just giving y'all this no shade. This is just what happened. I would be downstairs like, good morning, Kim Kardashian pouring tea. And he would be upstairs blasting the entire EDC lineup, (laughs) um, like from his bedroom purposely to like disturb the show. Like y'all have no idea what was going on in my house. The way I would take a broom mid show and hit the ceiling. (laughs) Savannah, I'm professional, professional. Um, and so uh, I had a friend that was like, girl, just apply for the circle. Like, yeah. we're, we're locked up in the house. What else are you going to do? And I literally, as he was upstairs <laughs> blasting EDM, I waited three minutes for him to stop a song. I opened up the MacBook because I don't even own a MacBook today. You know I'm broke. And I pressed record on the photo booth, girl. And I was like, hey, girl, it literally, you can see the white. <laughs> I'm like, hey, girl, I'm Courtney. And y'all know I'm going to spill the tea. And, da, 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 and girl, we're going to get into some things. And you know me. At 58 <laughs> seconds. 58 seconds. And you got it, it right every time. And you all with right. a little help from my friend. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, I'm so happy to hear that. That's awesome. Yeah. And, you know, before you know it, we flew out. We did the show. Mm-hmm. We're back. Wait, so when you were interviewing for The Circle, I get Hmm. this question a lot. Because people think, like, because you had your show, Mm -hmm. because I was already doing Instagram, that Mm -hmm. it was less of a selection process or less of an audition. Mm -hmm. I felt like I went through so many rounds of auditioning with The Circle. How many many interviews did you go through? Because I had, like, six or seven, I swear. I was going to say, but it was definitely between... Five or six. Yeah. Because the call came fast. I want to be clear. Um, Savannah is saying it is a big YouTube show. Yes, I was not big. 
Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? When the show when the show was like, when we were filming the show, I think I had like 15,000 followers. And it was because of a celebrity, a negative celebrity interaction. Like, oh, you know what right. I'm saying? I remember you telling me about that <laughs> so, back then. And yeah, and, and I put that in there in my interviews too. So what goes around comes around. <laughs> Blessings. Um, and, you know, I wasn't big. I, Wait, I, don't I, come after this podcast though, okay? Because yeah, I'm innocent don't. and all of a sudden I look you love her. <laughs> I'm not going to say that person's name. But um, it... We weren't, cho- I will speak for myself. I definitely wasn't chosen because of my following, because what following? I yeah. literally, and you'll hear this from reality people, and you can say the same, I literally was just my, myself. Yeah, no, I love that. You know, raggedy, raggedy gap tooth bitch. That's yeah. me <laughs> talking shit. Like, Please. hey, I'm like, hey girl. Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, what if you, and this is not like production tea, but they were like, well, what if someone backstabs you? What if someone betrays you? How will you act? Mm. Well, girl, we gonna get them all together. Yeah. Politely and strategically. Yeah. And I gave them, what they asked for. That's exactly what I said too. They were like, "What would you do if someone like, like attacked you?" And I was like, "Does it look like I'm someone that would not say something back?" <laughs> Is this not like, a girl that's gonna jump up on the couch? Duh. Like, <laughs> I'm. I was like, "What more could they do? Reach through the screen?" I was like, "No, it's fine. I would say something back." Obviously, I mean, exactly. I was like, "I'm not shy of a Twitter war." <laughs> same, same, and I've definitely been in some since. Uh, the show aired. Okay, so when you... Okay, so a lot of people have a lot of questions about what it's like being Mm -hmm. in the circle. And, you know, I was there the same time you were, obviously. I kind of felt bamboozled a little bit because the way it looks on television is not at all how I feel like it is when you're in there. Can I say something? A lot of people, uh, they, if you're not a YouTuber, creator, influencer, someone that talks to a camera regularly, the circle is going to be the most out-of-body experience you will ever experience, ever, to me. Mm-hmm. Um, before I opened the door, and I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but before I opened the door, I, you have, like, people out there that are, you know, giving you the rundown on what's going on. And I remember uh, the one gentleman, I won't say his name in case he gets in trouble, he said to me, all right now, Courtney, when I open this door, it's all about you. It is the Courtney show. You need to go in there. You need to act like you are the only one on camera because you are. Literally. When you go in there, it is your party. It is your world. And you do whatever you need to do to come home with that money. Yep. And I literally heard him say that, hugged my chaperone. And when that door opened, it was like, I'm jumping on the bed. Come on, bitch. Where's Michelle? And I am hungover. Hungover. Just for full clarity. I am hungover. Green. Green. I'm said, girl, I'm getting this money. You got super drunk the night before. I got super drunk the night before they called me. I had no idea they were going to call. I'm thinking, y'all, in quarantine, I had like a week. Like, oh, girl, I'm going to turn up in Manchester in this apartment, girl. Give me all the the Nandos, girl. I am ready. And they called like the next day when I was immobile and couldn't move. And I put on my best customer service voice. I can't wait. And then I hung up and projectile vomited into the toilet in my flat. And then you took an ibuprofen and you were on your way into yep. the circle. You know what it was, Savannah? The, I knew things were going to work out. And please don't laugh at me, listeners. Um, I knew it was going to work out when I woke up and I found out completely in shock that Nicki Minaj had dropped the song that morning. I, I knew it. I knew it. I said, oh, it's a rap. I'm that's good. That's a sign. I kind I'm of good. understand that. <laughs> she dropped the song like... I guess the time difference, like six hours before we went in. Wow. And I was like listening to it on the way. Repeat. That's it. Yeah, yeah. That's what I would do. What song was it? Um, Whole Lot of Choppers remix. Oh, she said, nine months that. pregnant in this bitch. I said, oh my God. Oh my God. The queen. I love that for you. That's yeah. amazing. Um, 
we're describing what the experience was like, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. N- number one word, quiet. A lot of people forget, at least I'll speak for myself, no sound effects, no music, barely, barely you hear the central air. You're, you're talking to yourself. The, the most action that your ears get is your own voice. If you can't be by yourself, you might want to consider Big Brother, a different for show. Real, for if real. you need to be around people, the circle's not the show for you. I also feel like people, there's a misconception with where it's filmed because <laughs> on, on, when you watch the show, they have the landscape and the Chicago, the Chicago and... skyline. Yeah. But this shit is in Manchester, in Savannah, the UK. You know, I was terrified of the COVID. But when I tell you I wrapped my face up like one of Michael Jackson's babies <laughs> and got in that Uber and got that passport, girl, I was like, I better get on this show. I double masked it. I double masked the entire way to Manchester. But I had the whole plane to myself because there was no, literally no one on my flight. I had oh, I was in like the 20th row in the back. OK, too. So. Like, you know, it wasn't like I was like in first class or like fucking premium, Mm -hmm. but I was in economy and there was literally no one in my entire row, like from my side of the plane to To the the other side side of the plane. There was like no one for like rows. You were stretched out. We flew September out September 2020. 2020. Mm-hmm. That was probably yeah. uh, the longest month of my life. And Same. The, the reason why, um, because y'all know I can't cook. So, yeah. you know, we flew to Manchester. I can't cook. And everything is not American. American, no. And, and they give you a grocery list. And girl, oh, no. <laughs> listen, listen to how I forget where I live until someone that doesn't live in L.A. reminds me yes. how L.A. I am. Girl, I had like ginger shots. I was like frozen berries for smoothies, <laughs> oat milk. I was like honey roasted turkey for sandwiches. I'm thinking I'm being like real hood. I'm yeah. like, oh, turkey, a soft <laughs> honey wheat bread. I put ginger ale like a grandma. They literally bought me a ginger beer like with like like not ginger ale, not like Schweppes, but yeah. like <laughs> like a ginger beer you would get at like a Jamaican restaurant. No, girl, you know I, I was. I mean, it's still sick. good, but like not what I wanted. Yeah, yeah. I think I asked for um, hot Cheetos, and they brought me the like Cheeto. They're like little, and they're like puffs, but they're just like Cheetos. Well, girl, if it don't say hot, I was like, oh, these will do. Thank you. <laughs> I was so nice. Okay. I want to ask you, Savannah, mm-hmm. just to give the listener the rundown. Mm-hmm. We did the circle. Yeah. You were blocked second. Yes. You came to see me. Yes. Lifelong friendship created. Yeah. Icon left. Uh-huh. I picked up the torch. Yes. I burnt that bitch down. To the ground. Still lost. The queen won. Yes. But we still won. We still won. I feel like, okay, money aside like and title aside i feel like from our season Mm. truly i feel like i walked away as a really big winner of the season Mm. because of everything else that comes with being on a netflix show i mean i I came out of it with so many amazing friends i mean Mm. i am so close to you so close to sammy i talked to delisa i talked to lee talked to kat i talked to i talked to everyone from our season Mm. and you know it was such a good cast by the way you know but like also in life, I feel like my life, it was all right. Like I was already living a very nice life, you know, mm-hmm. but doing the show just catapulted me into a completely different 
category and so yeah and now we have our podcast together and sammy also will be here by the way she's just get into it on a little maternity leave Mm -hmm. congratulations to sammy and uh her family because she's she's a mother yeah she's a mother (laughs) she's a mother oh my gosh and her baby's so cute i know (laughs) everyone is itching to know the gender and i just want to let you know that i know it and none of you do (laughs) (laughs) just kidding Mm, 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 mm. (laughs) get into it yeah but sammy will be here but yeah i feel very lucky to have a podcast with both of you now Mm. And it's just amazing. I know it changed your life. And I told you, remember back then, I said, this shit is going to change your life. You guys have no idea the friendships that I had been in before the circle. Like, I am talking like, I had a friend that I thought was like, I thought I would be sitting here with with him. Like, you get what I'm saying? Sorry. And Girl, the upgrade, please. (laughs) Um, And I think that you really never know who is going to sit at your table until it's time to eat. You get what I'm saying? Amen. And this person kind of just like poisoned all of the food at the table and just kind of left me like, well, girl, figure it out. Mm. And girl, one thing I'm going to do is figure it the fuck out. Mm. Um, And where I wanted reality TV to be an us journey, well, bitch, you jumped out the plane, so I guess I'll just take the fruits for myself. Mm -hmm. And I did. Oh, you did that and and more. I Girl, listen, it was not easy because obviously we came out of the show and people have their opinions. And so many opinions. When you're a reality TV fan, you always think like, well, bitch, if I go on reality TV, when I come out, they're going to love me. Yeah. And people did. Let's keep it real. People online love to have an opinion. But I think that you can also <laughs> confirm that the energy is always 100% different in person. One thousand percent recently you had some you just told me a story about someone that came up to you i can tell you two stories like that Ooh, i i want to know so i was at a um a survivor shout out to my girl lauren ashley beck from survivor shout out lauren ashley we love you love her down she throws like these survivor parties check out her tiktoks i live for her tiktoks they're so survivor secrets girl yeah so good she had a party and um like a survivor party where the fans come and they meet us and we have Mm. wings and drinks or whatever and outside we're taking photographs and i there was a young lady that um, I had noticed was like kind of like hanging around. She was a little bit on the younger side. And I was like thinking to myself, where do I know this girl from? So anyway, throughout conversation, we start talking about the show. Hmm. Our show. Our show. And she is like getting into her. Well, if you weren't getting out all the black women, I said, hold that thought. And I had to get into some of that real tea with her. And she understood. Mm-hmm. Okay, bitch, you got a sick daddy at home. What other people? Because you don't even know they are. You don't even know who they really are. At the end of the day, someone could be pretending to be their stepmom, their aunt. Look at Carol. On Look at Carol. Look at I just want to say Carol. we won't get into season four right now, but I yeah. just want to say, I think, I think Carol got it. But let's. That's. I digress. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's not get into let's that. Let's not even right get into now. that. I think Carol got it. Um, but um, once I got into the real tea, the young lady understood. We had a good time. Why I went on TikTok <laughs> and on my for you page again, she had dragged me during the airing of our show. 
had like a viral TikTok against me, oh. but she was smiling in my face at the event and you found out I'm really not the girl that you thought I was. Right, yeah. And the same thing happened at a restaurant recently with Kay. We had our Kay Ortney day. First of all, Kay is my girl from season three. I love know, Kay. I love her. Like she is just... She's such a good person. Chef's kiss. Yeah. Great person, great friend. Having happy hour. Little server busboy come around. Oh my God, talk for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Wow, look at my Twitter and director. He over there talking about how he hated me on the show. <gasps> But bitch, your ass was smiling in my face and talking about how nice I was. And picking up my plates. It just goes to show, Savannah, that, and I'll even speak for myself, we really don't know people on TV. No. um, Because people can form like this complete idea off of 12 episodes, three, four episodes, and that doesn't doesn't represent all the time exactly the person um, that we are off camera. Do you agree? 1000%. I mean, Are you aggressive? No. I, I, feel, I honestly I I feel like I, when I look at my friend group like I have not argued with anyone uh, mm. anyone in so long that when I went and I did the circle and I was like getting like basically like used as a scapegoat and thrown under the bus, mm. I like felt like I didn't really know the proper way to react because I don't I don't get mad at people. I have no problem with confrontation, Mm. but I don't seek out confrontation. You know, if I see a problem, as long as you've known me, how many times have you actually seen me like get angry or like yell at someone? Zero. Not no road rage counted. (laughs) Yeah, girl. Everybody got a little road rage, little Simpsons road rage, girl. But yeah, no, I feel like I'm not, but I, I definitely feel like people are like have a different opinion about me Mm. it was interesting though when i did the show people that followed me and watched my youtube videos they were like oh yeah that's like that's like nothing not out of character for savannah to like say something back when someone goes after her Mm -hmm. there was a situation i was vlogging when i was in the philippines prior to going to the circle okay Mm -hmm. and um in of this vlog I, i include snippets of when i was live and there were two women in the background of my life like yelling at each other mm-hmm. and screaming. I don't know what about, but I was being a smart ass. Get him. And because you're yelling at each other in public, I think it's funny. So, and I'm on live. And so to my fans, I was like, Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> it was now, a very, it's a very not, get you, girl. not proper thing to do, but I was live. I was young, dumb and reckless, whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the girl came up to my table. One of the girls came up to my table and her sister. I was alone, by the way. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm like fucking little. So like, don't come up yeah. to my table. She's like, why would you do that? And I was like, why would I do what? And she was like, say Jerry. And I was like, why would you yell in public? Like, why, why are, are you, you screaming? Yeah. yeah. Why are you giving me something to yell Jerry about? We were also like on a beautiful resort beach. It was sunset. There were boats in the water. Like, it was beautiful. That's why I was like confused. And I was laughing. I was laughing at them because it's so beautiful. You're on vacation, but you're spending it yelling at people. Right? Acting a damn donkey. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So anyway, she picked up this glass of water from my table and she threw it at me. And I got what? it all on camera. And instead of instead of reacting to her, because I got her got her throwing at me. Instead of reacting to her, I just turned my camera around and I got, I got myself. I was I like got myself. I was like kind of wet or whatever. But like I will always say something back. But I'm not yeah. like I'm not an angry person. I don't go after people. But mm. I will always say something back to you if you have lip. Let me ask you this, because we know we're going to have the listeners listening. Uh-huh. 
what is something about the circle or mm -hmm. time on TV in general that you want to just set straight? Like maybe y'all think I'm this, but girl, oh. I'm this. I think, I think it's important to, I feel like for me, because people felt like I was going after someone, mm -hmm. I felt the exact opposite. I felt like I was put into a position of defense where I kind of either had to decide, am I going to allow her to create this narrative about me and mm -hmm. allow these people that I don't know in this game and these people that don't know me to think that about me? Mm -hmm. Or am I going to create my own you know, storyline? Am I going to let them know that you can't walk all over me? And then I kind of just took a step back and I thought about what I would do in my real life. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not going to go up to you and yell at your face and tell you why you're wrong, yeah. but I'll definitely politely go up to you and say, okay, this is why I think I'm right. And this is why I think you're wrong. And I would talk to you about it. And so when I sent that message about her, mm -hmm. I will admit that it was a little mean or whatever, but it's not out of character for me, you know? And I think growing up as a woman, you're told, you know, many times to shut the fuck up and to not stand up for yourself. And being an Asian woman at that, where I'm supposed to be a little more submissive, mm -hmm. it's always been important to me to speak up. Yeah. So, yeah, I think in any situation that I'm in, I'm always going to take that because I know someone at home who looks like me or is from like or identifies like me is going to hopefully see that. Mm -hmm. Because I, when I grew up, I didn't really see like a lot of asian american women i mean i saw lucy Liu and charlie's angels and yeah. i fucking loved her yeah. and she was very much a strong empowered mm -hmm. like you can't push me over type of woman and so yeah i admired her and so i hope that i don't know just me getting into a little debacle i don't hate black women Get i don't it. hate women speak it I just argue with them sometimes when they argue with me. And it doesn't really matter what race or sex you are. I'll argue with you if you argue with me any time of the day. You know? I feel that. If I, if I feel the need to. But, mm -hmm. you know, we're not. that doesn't make me a bad person. It just makes me reactive. And that's okay. We all react in different ways. You get exactly. what I'm saying? All we can do is control ourselves. Yeah. I, I think for me, there are a few things that I would like to set the record straight on. Mm. First one being, which is silly, r literally silly, because you were just at my birthday party. I don't hate black people, y'all. <laughs> this shit is stupid. Give it up. Let's um, discuss why that is crazy. Um, I so can think of a couple of reasons. <laughs> people were people were upset because I didn't send Cat home, but I did play a part in sending Cat home. I sent Tara Leisha's ass home. LOL and. Oh. I did what I needed to do continuing on in the game. People were upset that. What were they mad at? That you played the game. I think that they were upset that I sent people that they liked home and they happened to be black. But at the end of the day, y'all, um, if you were on the circle um, and it's $100,000, they could not be black. Yeah. So what solidarity in a game where you don't know who's who? Yeah, mm. exactly. Wouldn't I team up with somebody that had already been on a Netflix show before? Oh, hello. Exactly. Second part. <laughs> I love women. Not sexually, but I love women. <laughs> Obviously, not misogynist. Um, no, I, like I the farthest person from it. I will cheer a, a lady on white woman, black woman, Asian woman. Like, I love women. Like, yeah. that idea kind of came from when I said in The Joker, like, I want the girls to all 
not be friends so that so that they would befriend me because I'm a homo. Maybe yes. that got left on that floor, but I'm sure I said something to that um, effect. People didn't understand that. Netflix definitely didn't want to put that in because they didn't want to, <laughs> you know, you, you can't be like, I want all the girls to like me and or not like each other and then choose to like me because I'm homo. Like they... You know, I could understand why Netflix wouldn't want to put that of in. Of course But not. it's the truth. It's the truth. I worked with the black girls. Y'all didn't see it for mm-hmm. the 50th time. I worked with the black girls, so I didn't see it, mm-hmm. um, unfortunately. But um, Southern Queens chat, there was a part one to that. I worked with Terralisha and Kat. We all were in mm-hmm. the same chat. No one saw it. Sorry that y'all think I'm anti-black or misogynist, but I'm actually neither. I'm just a goofy uh, goober that bought some teeth now, and now um, <laughs> I'm living good. So... I just wanted to set the record straight on that. I think it's also important to say that, like, um, you know, it is a TV show. Girl, girl, please say it again. Say it one more time. Can you say it, Savannah? It's a TV show. Mm. And when you think about how long we're there and how many clips they use of us, there's so much that they leave out. And as of now, as someone who is on a show and now someone who's a viewer, it's easier for me to see how producers will make the storyline of course you know and how you can be a victim of evil producers because i think in order to be a producer you cannot have a soul in your body Mm. like i have not met a producer in la that literally has a heart show me show me your heart show me your heart show it to me just rip it out i know it doesn't exist i have names but i can't say them because i why do you feel like they're heartless because you know what if i was a producer i would also be heartless Mm -hmm. Because you're trying to create a show and I get that it's their job. They need the show to be, you know, good and needs to be interesting. It needs to have drama and everything. I feel like there's a way to do it Mm -hmm. without trying to manipulate people and ruin their lives. But it seems like that's the only way producers know how to do their job. Mm. Some producers, not all of them. I've met a lot of really great ones, but there are a lot of really bad ones. Would you agree with the statement when you sign up to do a tv show you put your life on a roll of die fuck yes your relationship your family life any of those things can be like exposed or put out there you're putting when you sign that contract any anything that you've worked hard for in your life that that's part of what what my frustration was after the circle because mm-hmm. i had already built my social media up to two hundred and fifty thousand followers at the time i was at like 700 and something thousand on TikTok mm-hmm. or like 800,000 actually lost followers from doing the circle on what? TikTok, TikTok cuz the children hated me apparently. Oh, hello. Yeah, that yeah. girl that was a rough time. But it's okay. Girl. We all only agree with like, you know, our like what level we are mentally, so I get why the pe- why kids weren't girl, on my level. Girl, eat it up. Anyway. Wake it up. Wake it up. Savannah, let me ask you this. We we did the show. The show was done a year and some change after there have literally been two seasons of the circle. Mm-hmm. What's good about your life now? Everything. Ooh. Everything and more. Ooh. I actually was going to make a TikTok about it today. I actually did make a TikTok. Do you want to see it? Sure. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to caption it this because it is a little passive aggressive. You know, I'm still a little petty. I'm a little petty because the girlies out there are petty and I see the TikToks. And you know what? I'm a petty queen. Okay. So I, I can be petty too. For the record, I don't see that. I don't know what the hell TikTok she's talking about. So what I, talking about? I captioned it. Team, hashtag Team Savannah. Gotcha, Jesus. Okay. Oh, wait. Oh, you ate that. Oh! 
Y'all wait till she drop. Girl, you need to. Girl, you need to drop. You need to drop that. I look really good. You need to drop that. And let me tell y'all something. Before before we move into the next part, life is so good, and the reason why I didn't mean to just take the rest of your answer. No, it's okay. Go ahead. I'm gonna agree with Savannah and say that life is so incredibly good and I'm so incredibly grateful and the reason why is because I think there were so many moments Savannah that I can think of when the show was airing where I wanted to lash out respond pull a stunt get the girls riled up behead somebody on my Instagram story. Like, I really, like, y'all don't even understand. No, seriously. How, how, just think about how my mind works. Y'all really don't understand, like, how petty it really, 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 really could have gotten. However, Mm -hmm. I knew and I understood, Savannah, that this was my shot. Exactly. This was my shot. I had wanted to be on TV like 10, 12, 13 years. The last thing I was going to do is get up on my social media knowing that Netflix was watching me acting a donkey. Acting a donkey. I would Mm -hmm. never do that because at the end of the day, it was a show, a game show even. But girl, I'm a professional. That was work. Right. And even though though my my job on the show was done, the true role of being a Netflix reality star continues into your everyday life. Yes, ma'am. And it bleeds into your social media. It bleeds into all of that. If you want to take it seriously, Mm -hmm. um, which some of us do. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you have to act accordingly. You can't, you know, go online and be bashing everyone from your season or other seasons. No, ma'am. And expect to be rehired. I mean, that's, you know... um, that's something that I was grateful to kind of already know. And mm-hmm. so coming out of the show, yeah, it life is so good now and it's so easy to appreciate every single moment now because in 2020, I will tell you guys when that show was dropping, it was very difficult for, for both Courtney and I. Yeah. There was not one day after the show that I did not cry, I don't mm-hmm. think, because I was so hurt mm-hmm. by like the edit, you know? Yeah. And we were so frustrated because... Yeah. Y'all, we did the show and we so we f- we stopped filming and there wasn't really a lot of time for all of us to talk like all together. Mm-hmm. It was, it was very a, brief, very brief. And and so we all got each other's numbers. We all got in a group chat and, you know, we're all calling each other. We're all talking. So by like, you know, telephone, you know, we're all kind of you can piece together how you think the show's going to go. Mm-hmm. So we all thought the show was going right. And we that shit dropped and it went crazy. Hard left. Yes. Um, we said skirt. Uh, I think it's important to note that um, you and myself and others were ready to support one another in case the show went right in the way that we thought. You get what I'm saying? Yes. I was ready to pull out the big guns, get the wolves, get Pookie and Ray Ray down the street because we all in this together and y'all are not about to separate us and make us not friends, enemies, what have you. Right. And then the show went in a way that I truly, in my heart of hearts, y'all, I don't think anybody expected the first four episodes to look how they looked. Yeah. I think... There, there was a moment. I got fucked over, I will say that. Okay. <laughs> there was a moment, um, and I won't speak to the specific moment, but when we watched that first episode in your house... You know. There was just a silence that came over the apartment during this one part, and I know 
that if I thought it, you, you thought it, and Jack, Jack thought, thought it, it, we said, oh, shit. This show is not about to look how we think it's about to look. If it was not <laughs> we said, let's gonna, log out now. <laughs> it wasn't going to look the way it went. And when does a reality show ever look the way it went? No, it never does it, because it needs to be the most entertaining. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always need Maybe to be Big true Brother. to the... Maybe Big Brother. Because there's a live feed. They and you have they a live can't, feed. You can't edit you can't your edit. way out of that. No, and you have so many different personalities literally in one house. Like, mm. to, I mean, you could manipulate the footage very easily, I'm sure. But that live feed is just, you know, that's what the circle needs. Because I bet if there was a live feed, a lot more people would have been on my side. Now that we're out of the circle. Yes. We can say that we have worked together on something else. Ooh! Even outside of this podcast. And that is actually uh, Flores Lava. <laughs> the trailer actually just came out uh, recently. I was in the car and I screamed. I went, oh my God, Floor is Lava is out. What do you think of the trailer and how excited are you? So actually, <laughs> I think the Floor is Lava is going to be the first show, the first like reality show, I guess, that is going to go exactly the way I think it went. And I'm so happy about that. So for context, me, Cordy and Jack were approached by the Floor is Lava. They mm-hmm. wanted us to do like a a show versus show type of thing mm-hmm. um, on the floor is lava. They're like trying to whatever, get that show on and pop in. So of course they had to bring the three biggest stars from the circle season the, two. Baby. The, the words that were used were fan favorites, fan favorites. Yeah. I, I just wanted to be clear. Uh, girl, we just want to make it clear uh, that you can only see floor is lava on Netflix. Yes. Uh, so when Netflix called us, they said, girl, we want some fan favorites. I said, Oh, well girl, you Shout out to you because right. you hit my line. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I said, well, you called the right girl. <laughs> and so um, we got, yeah, we, we got asked to do The Floor is Lava. I, I would also like to note that they asked the three most unathletic people <laughs> from our season to do that show. And they also made it harder, okay? so Drastically harder. It's so much harder, okay? So we, you know, we, we wanted to color coordinate. Um, we were trying to go for California Sunset. I don't know what happened a gay a queen and a jack i was <laughs> <laughs> like literally that's what showed up a gay a queen and a jack and bright yeah. colors instead yeah and when i tell you that we are the drama we brought it was so much fun you know that show yeah. was that show i feel like after the circle it felt so good to finally be like and not in my element because i'm not like jumping over shit every day but it felt good to like be myself because i feel like i'm never really like like serious or mad or anything or like mm-hmm. super focused like that and i feel like on the circle that's kind of what my my character was they wanted me to be this like nerdy super data smart. super serious yeah. yeah and i and that, that was fine you know at one point in my life i was i guess more like that but now in in the life that i live now it's like i'm more like you know carefree i make content you know i have fun i hang like you know i'm normal and so on the floor is lava i felt like i got to be with my friends mm-hmm. do something fun make a fool of myself like how i do and fall into some lava girl that lava was thick ah, gr- with two c's girl she was please, thick. Please. the only thing touching the lava is, is my, my sweat, sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, hold on. No, I have to say something about that, okay? Because they loved that line. They loved that line. They wanted they need they were actually like, Can you say that again? And I was like, Okay. I said the setup. They're gonna get my girl every I said, time. No! And but you know what? I knew what I was doing. You, you know, I always of know course, what I'm doing. And of so course. I had I had to make it dramatic. You know, I had to be like, the only thing that's gonna hit that water is my sweat. The cut was so clean. I, I just... knew th- I knew they were gonna do that too. Once I once I fell, I was like this is beautiful. I even told them they should use the little like 
the little for when I go in the lava. <laughs> Someone Girl, edit that, please. I cannot but, with you. So they told us on the floor is lava to all take different routes. Yes. And we do. But let's just say that that's what leads to my downfall. Y'all, please make sure y'all watch Flores Lava on Netflix. June 3rd? So, June 3rd, yeah. I think so. For those who don't know what the Flores Lava is, it's a Netflix show. Mm Mm-hmm. Basically, you know when you were a young kid and you would run around in your living room, jump from, you know, all the chairs to the tables, all that stuff? That show is like the adult version on Netflix. And it's like a giant obstacle course for adults. Mm. And, well, if you don't make it, you fall into the lava, girl. And that's the only thing you're not supposed to do is fall in the lava. Yes. Um, A lot of physical uh, reaching, jumping, squatting, strategizing, sometimes swimming. Um, if you've fallen, but it, it was a lot of fun. It was just hard. Yeah, it Way was harder so than it looks hard. On TV. I, if they're listening, I would love to do the floor is lava again. Stop saying. I would love to do it again. Like literally bring me, please let me do it. I'm snatched now. I, I literally need, was 20 pounds heavier when we did that. You know what I'll, I would do? Oh my God. Literally, you look you at the were, picture. I was 20 yeah. pounds heavier last year. You oh look girl, so I got good it now. now. Yeah, you're hot now. I mean, you were always hot. She said, but you're like, hot now. <laughs> you're always hot, but you know what I mean? Like I'm hotter. Like I'm like, oh, Courtney. I know you're gay, but my, my breasts Courtney, is yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I will be one of those people that like tests the course for them. Like I don't even need to be on camera. Right? For it. Like I'll I just test it. Do it. Like I don't need to be on the show. I just want to like try to get far. Well, let me not spoil. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we. Can't. I just want to do better than I did last time. Yeah, I want to do. Obviously, I want to do better. Everyone knows I fall in, so because because of the trailer. Yeah, I know. So. I'm like. <sighs> <sighs> I was also. I would like to say I was the only girl on my episode. Were you? I yes. Think about the teams. Oh. I was the only girl on my episode. You're welcome. Carrying, <laughs> carrying as per usual for the women. Literally, bless you, Savannah. Go bless women. You. <laughs> I'm sad that I couldn't have represented us better. <laughs> you did what needed to be done. You gave what the trailer needed to give. Uh, I, I, I once again delivered. Like pizzas. Nah. Okay, besties. We end our show with a game we like to call friend. Bestie and dead to me. Now, our producer has picked three things from our experience, and we all have to go around and say which one is our friend, like, you know, we're cool with them, which one is our bestie, as in we love them, and which one is dead to me. Done. Finished. Throw it in the garbage, the can. <sighs> okay. <laughs> So the options are Scary Spice and Baby Spice successfully catfishing. Mm-hmm. That is a, the new catfish in The Circle Season 4. If you guys haven't watched that, check it out. Mm-hmm. Luckily for me, I have watched the first episode, so I know what this question is asking. Um, and the second option is Brew, Josh uh, Brew Baker's Kool-Aid Oh Yeah moment. And number three is Joey Sasso's infamous line, everyone pees in the shower it's like a universal thing you're gonna dry off to take a leak why is joey so hilarious i mean that's like low-key true okay so my friend is gonna be um scary spice and baby spice successfully catfishing i'm so like angry actually why that they weren't on my season i hello okay whatever fine season four can get it i'm i'm not mad at them it's fine but like fine I'm just a little jealous about it. So my friend is Scary Spice and Baby Spice successfully catfishing. Great job, you two. My bestie would be probably Joey's line, everybody pees in the shower. It's like a universal thing. You're going to dry off and take a leak. 
Joey is speaking facts here. He keep it real. I don't understand why it was such a big deal to like pee in the shower. None of you, no, no one, none of us take a shower together. So like, wh- what cares? do we care? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the dead to me. I'm sorry. I don't know if I've gone to this episode yet. So I don't know if I've seen the oh yeah moment from Brew. Mm-hmm. But that's the only reason why it's I say it's dead to me. But I, I like Brew. And I saw, I see his TikToks. I wish him the best of luck. And I hope he gets far in the circle. So you're dead to me, but like not dead to not, me. Not not really dead to me. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna say my bestie is gonna be Scary Spice and Baby Spice successfully catfishing. May I spoil just a droplet? Yeah, go ahead. The reason why it has to be the bestie is because they are the reason why the cash prize wasn't increased to 150 oh. so it was 100 and then it was kind of like if the players uh. chose if the players figured them out they wouldn't get the extra money but they didn't so 150 um okay so now i'm even more angry that they weren't <laughs> on my season that's actually so rude i definitely would have not gotten into an argument if of 150 thousand dollars i don't know maybe i might have girl period i would say my um friend would probably be joey's everyone pees in the shower because obviously and dead to me would have to be bruise oh yeah moment but only because he's what's left um but shout out to him his birthday was like yesterday poor brew shout out to my taurus my fellow taurus uh his birthday was yesterday i think so so was my dad really yeah tauruses you're surrounded by tauruses i am surrounded by tauruses it's because i'm a pisces and like we can i can vibe with you guys Mm -hmm. yeah i dated a taurus too did you really yeah how did did. that end up i mean we're not together so say less say less (laughs) a disaster a disaster a disaster Well, um, yeah, I think that pretty much wraps it up. Sorry to Brew. We love you. You were just the one that was left. So hopefully next week we can do this again and maybe give you a better position. But for now, we are very excited to watch more of The Circle and also other reality TV and catch you guys up here. That's the show for us today. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok. My socials are at Sav Palacio on Instagram and Savannah Palacio on YouTube. My socials are Courtney Revolution on Instagram and Court Revolution on TikTok and Twitter. And follow the Homecoming Queens on Instagram and TikTok at Homecoming Queens Pod. Watch every episode of Homecoming Queens on our Eve YouTube channel or listen on your favorite podcast app. Rate, review, subscribe. You know the drill. Bye! Check these up, everybody. Homecoming Queens is part of the Eve Podcast Network and a Forever Dog production. Executive producer, Tracy Soren. Producer, Clementine Yost. Development executive, Mariah Nicholas. Engineer and editor, Sebastian Portuondo. Theme song by Will Pitts. Cover photo by Stephanie Sayas. Forever Dog Productions is Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Bowen. 